Welcome to the Parents Place Podcast. I'm Hillary. And I'm Jen. And we are so excited to have you guys here this afternoon, evening, morning, whatever time you guys are listening, I guess. We're excited to have you here regardless. So we have a special visitor with us today. Um, one of our colleagues, Curtis, he is here to talk to us. And Curtis oversees one of our programs here at the Family Place, our mental health first aid programs, which I'll let him talk about a little bit. But he's also what I like to call our, our resident outdoor enthusiast in our office. <laughs> and that is primarily the reason why we have him here. So before I give him any more of an introduction, I'll let you introduce yourself. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what you do here at the office, first of all. All right, well, my name is Curtis Snellgrove and I am the Mental Health First Aid Program Director. Uh, this program that I oversee, we focus on trying to help others understand their role uh, to help themselves or help others that are in their lives that may be struggling with a mental illness or something related to a mental illness. Um, we have so much power for good and we wanna help, help other people understand that they have an impact in people's lives that they can and they do make a difference. And so we teach a certification class. We offer a virtual mental health first aid class that is open really to anybody uh, to attend. They just check out our website and they can register for a class. And we offer that twice a month. Uh, we do offer the class in person as well, not as frequently, um, but we just want to help people understand that role that they have. So that is in a very small nutshell <laughs> what I do here at the Family Place with the Mental Health First Aid Program. Well, the great thing about those classes are they are free. And so lots of places throughout the country charge a hefty price. And um, so, yeah, those that are in Utah and whoever else wants to, it's free through the Family Place. And obviously, as usual, we'll put that information in our show notes, in our show notes and our summaries so that you can see where to register for that class. But what we want to talk a little bit about today is um, getting kids outside and, and the benefits of it, what we see. Uh, the reality is, is I think we uh, are raising a generation that doesn't go outside anymore. They, they spend most of their time primarily inside and it's, and I, I, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit nervous for that, to be honest with you, because there's so many benefits to getting kids outside, to getting families outside in general. So let's kind of start out by just opening the topic in that way. Um, Curtis, what, being somebody that loves being outside and loves having his, you know, bringing your kids outside and spending time with your family outside. Um, what are your thoughts on making that a priority for yourself? That's a good question uh, for myself. Absolutely. Right. Like I, I look at my circumstances and my upbringing um, and what I want and I hope that I can share with my kids. Right. Knowing that it's a different generation, different mm -hmm. things. I mean, I can tell you right now, I remember the first video game that I ever played, right? Mm -hmm. Good old Centipede on the Atari at a friend's house. That works too, right? Um, I remember when my parents finally just said, yeah, okay, we're doing this. And they bought a Nintendo. Yes. And I was like, this is amazing, <laughs> right? And I, I, I will say, I will confess, like I do enjoy my screens. 
Like I really do. I like doing some gaming. I'm not a hardcore gamer. I like watching movies. Um, but I love being outside. Um, it is something that I will be forever grateful to my parents, my grandparents as having that as a priority that it was like, we need to take time to spend outside, mm -hmm. go camping, go fishing, go hunting, <laughs> go play and use this little thing called your imagination, <laughs> right? Like make this stick Excalibur, this, like, <laughs> like this sword <laughs> that cannot be stopped, right? Like go out and just get dirty, get hurt, not, not gravely hurt, but get hurt and just have fun. Um, and I feel like, I personally feel like there has been this transition from that upbringing mm -hmm. to now where it's just, you know, we had an exposure to these things that are screens. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you right now, when I was little, I still preferred to go pretend like I was Luke yeah. Skywalker flying in the next wing on the teeter-totter outside. Mm -hmm. But really what it was, was I just like love getting that outdoors. Mm -hmm. And now I look at the predicament that I will say that, yes, I have been causing a little bit with my own kids of <laughs> let's do the easy thing in here, mm -hmm. like watch a show or watch this YouTube video on YouTube kids or play Nintendo or something else instead of doing something a little bit more challenging and difficult to say, no, let's go outside, not just mm -hmm. you, but let's both of us go outside, put some effort into this, go camping, go fishing and really reap the benefits of getting outdoors. I grew up at a time to where my mom just said, get out. <laughs> don't come back it, until it's dark. Yeah, dinner time, <laughs> lunch time, I'll let you know when that's is, but get out of the house. And it was like the best things. Yes. I mean, us and the neighborhood kids would yes. just play and climb trees and skin our knees and catch locusts and... Mm -hmm. We didn't have a pool in Arizona and we didn't have air conditioning. So we were always hot, but we had a canoe and no, we didn't put that canoe on any body of water most of the year, but we put water in the canoe <laughs> and that was <laughs> our own little pool was inside of the canoe, but it was yes. so much fun. Yeah. My mom would buy a cheap piece of plastic from Home Depot and there's your slip and slide. Mm -hmm. I mean, just mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. free stuff that we loved as kids i think we i think all three of us are raised in a similar generation where yeah as kids especially during the summer you would wake up you'd eat breakfast and then you'd head out for the mm -hmm. day and you'd kind of hop from one house to the next or one neighborhood to the next neighborhood or but it was the idea that you created your own fun mm -hmm. and that fun looked different every day and I think about my own kids and it's like, okay, guys, get outside. Like I will drag you out there if needs be. Yeah. And it, it is, it's so interesting to see this shift in generations it's to, see. it's becoming more of a forced effort mm -hmm. to gonna move say, your legs. You're going to have kids <laughs> kicking and screaming just to go outside. Yeah. But what a benefit to have these kids go outside. So what are some of those benefits, Curtis? Well, one of the things that made me like right off the bat just made me think about was what Hillary was saying is like you need a chance to use their imagination, mm -hmm. right? So it provides an opportunity for these these children, these kids, and even us as adults to be creative. Like really, like as silly as it may sound, there's a lot of truth into it of saying there are benefits from pretending a stick mm -hmm. is a sword or mm -hmm. is a horse or a magic wand or whatever, right? Like <laughs> 
like it's so important for our kids to use their imaginations and to just develop it and to be creative and to figure out, okay, so what, what can I do? And one of the greatest benefits of being creative and using their imagination in this type of a realm is they're in control. Mm. You know, like I would say, for example, like I know my kids, they love to be in control and it drives me nuts mm-hmm. more than half the time, yeah. right? It's like, no, you have not earned the right to be in control. You're on the parent here, right? But no, but taking the opportunity to help them know that, you know what, you can make decisions and you can make decisions that are going to be beneficial or not mm-hmm. and experience what that's like. It's okay to fail. It's and okay to problem experience. solving comes into yeah. play, mm-hmm. which a lot of kids don't know how to do nowadays. Right. Because they're interacting with an environment, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that is the playground in your backyard, you know, if it's out playing a sport, if it's hiking or fishing or whatever, like they're interacting with the environment to make decisions for themselves. Mm-hmm. Am I going to step here? Am I going to try to jump off this rock and then maybe twist my ankle? Yeah, you might, but then <laughs> now we can learn, Hey, you know what? You got hurt. So maybe next time let's be sure of our footing or let's make sure we're evaluating these decisions before we do them and how that can apply into a non outdoor or just mm-hmm. in general life cycle. So that's yeah. another great benefit too. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we could talk for a while about the benefits of it, but I'm thinking of some families who maybe this isn't a habit. Maybe this isn't part of their routine. <laughs> and maybe their kids come home from school and, and the reality is, reality is, is that they spend most of their time on a screen. How would a parent start to incorporate outdoor time with with their child when that's maybe not something that's natural for that child yet? It's a good question. And my, my answer that pops in my mind is like, oh, well, this easy answer is like, do something. Yeah, <laughs> right? start. Just start, right? <laughs> but, but at the same time, like it's so true. I think you need to be a little bit caught of caught, have a little bit of caution um, that you're not completely jumping in. Mm. Because then in my opinion, like you're going to be risking burnout. Mm-hmm. And that's what you don't want to do is you don't want to just like, okay, we're doing this full-fledged, you no know, pedal to the metal. Every day. Every day, all day long, <laughs> this is what we're doing because then you're going to get burned out and then it's not going to be fun. Mm. But I think if we just take a moment to say, all right, let's start. Let's just take a few minutes and and not just have your kids go Go with them, Mm -hmm. push them on a swing, go lay in the grass for two minutes and feel the sunshine on your face, you know, like doing those things and just, just start. I know it sounds like, oh, okay, yeah, just start. But at the same time, like, that's what it's going to take. Do something and then slowly increase it little by little. One of my favorite memories was, yes, we did all of the playing, but we as a family would take out a watermelon just slice it up and eat it outside on the grass. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one, you don't have a mess to clean up after that. Mm-hmm. You can throw, <laughs> I mean, easy to throw away things. Doesn't matter if kids get their sticky hands yep. because they're not touching anything. But then you know what happened a lot of times after that? That watermelon was a water fight because mm-hmm. now it was like, okay, let's wash off your hands with the hose. Well, the hose always one thing always leads to another. Gets a little bit out of control. <laughs> so and I that's mean, something, okay though. Yeah, right. But something so simple as just taking your watermelon outside for you know when you go to eat it. 
Yeah. It's a win-win for everyone. Yeah. You know, you bring up a point though, that I think a lot of parents struggle with when it comes to being outside is that outside tends to create a little bit of chaos mm. and sometimes a little bit of a mess. You know, kids are outside, they're playing in the dirt, they're playing in the sand, they're trekking things in the house, right? They're coming in with sticky fingers and some parents aren't okay with that. It makes them really uncomfortable. And so the idea of being inside means that mm -hmm. we're maintaining the chaos inside. I think you can overcome that though. I mean, if you had, I mean, if you are a planner or an mm -hmm. organizer and you don't like that messy part of it, then have a bag that has, you know, your hand wipes or a, a bag that has towels in it. So you just take all that outside and then bring it inside. Make a rule that you have to take your shoes off before you mm -hmm. go inside. I mean, there are ways, I think, to get away with it. And I'm yeah. sorry, Curtis, I'm stealing your thunder over here. <laughs> I could talk about my childhood and how we loved playing outside all day long. No, no, it does my heart good to know that you are stealing that thunder. Because <laughs> that's like, all right, others are out there feeling the same way. Because I, I will say, can I just add, like, chiming in with that topic, too? Like, I am one of those parents that I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Like, this is just driving me nuts, right? Like, under our deck... Like I have this plan in the long term to have this more of a nice hangout area. Mm -hmm. Right now it's dirt. Yeah. And kind of gives me a little bit of a, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm going to use the word anxiety. Um, I, I, just because I can't think of another word to use right now, but I'm going to use anxiety to be like, okay, so when my son and my daughter get out there and they love to get money yep. and dirty, it's just like, okay, no, no, you, you stay there. No, don't, no, don't move. No, don't come inside. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like I, the times that I'm better with it is when I can remember, like, what's the point? The point yeah. is, is they're doing something yeah. and they are experiencing it. And then I can cope with that, with those feelings, those yep. emotions that I'm feeling at that time to say like, it's okay. Like, yes. And uh, I am not, <laughs> don't mean to have this sound judgmental at all, <laughs> but it's like mud can get cleaned up. Yeah. yeah. Like your, yep. your home, yep. as important and as vital as it is, like your home is an item mm -hmm. it's stuff mm -hmm. and really like you can clean you can replace stuff you cannot replace you cannot clean you cannot fix the time that you have with mm -hmm. your kids to be able to help them be a child yeah and to experience those things yeah my brother kept a uh towel by his back door he uh -huh. had a dog that was inside outside yes and he didn't like the dog rolling in the grass and the dirt and everything so anytime he let the dog in before he let the dog in he just wipe him down with a towel mm -hmm. you can do that with kids too <laughs> have that towel right? have a towel well, well my husband we built a sandbox in our backyard and it's so funny that you bring up the water because that's exactly how it is with the sandbox it starts with sand and then all of a sudden they remember that there is a hose and then they bring the hose into the sandbox and then you have this giant muddy mess every time. Well, they got to right? create sandcastles right? and you can't do that without water. <laughs> yes. But the thing is, is that it would drive him crazy every time we hear the hose being turned on and you hear the water going that he's and he, he turns to me and says, they've got the water on. <laughs> but it's funny because like you say, Curtis, it rather than getting frustrated with something like that. It should be in our heads more of a well, so what, right? I mean, that's just taking that next step in 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 play, right? Mm -hmm. And so, well, so what? They've got the water on, but they're still outside having a great time in the sandbox. And they're not in your hair. <laughs> it is easier said than done. I yes. will be the uh -huh. first to admit that. But yeah, if we can, 
if we can start making those little progressions ourselves as the adults yeah. to understand like it is okay like it's yeah. okay even if it's just like okay um i'm passing off as okay <laughs> This one day, this one week, and then just improve from there. <laughs> it's a mindset, and mindsets are hard to change, yeah. but they can be changed, and that's the glorious yeah. thing. You know, it's funny because I've watched my kids, and then I've also watched other kids, and you brought up a little bit ago the point of starting somewhere and, and maybe having us as parents um, kind of helping guide them through that process because I've there's been times when I've encouraged my kids to go outside, and then you you kind of watch them just wander around aimlessly trying to figure out what to do, right? <laughs> or, you know, you offer some type of a suggestion and they look at you like, well, how do I start doing that? And so I, I like that suggestion that sometimes you may have to say, well, what could you use this stick for? Or that stick kind of looks like mm -hmm. a wand, you know, do you think you could do dot, 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 dot? Because I think sometimes kids don't know where to start, but if you can essentially give them a starting point, they may be able to take that and run with it after that. Right. Well, and it's like, and every child's different too. Like I'll, I'm going to use my kids as an example, right? So my daughter, she is very much like, and always has been, right? Just like the idea of having toys and having play and all these mm -hmm. types of things. But play for her has been, okay, so what can I do in the real world? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, the, like I love my daughter, but she's a lot more of that practical mindset. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. She's just not has been that as imaginative. Now, my son, on the other hand, oh my goodness, like you can tell like how frequently <laughs> there's just like, okay, yeah, that's, he's just imagining again, right? So I think it's important that you're aware of how your child reacts to these types of things and giving them that opportunity to get outdoors and have that play. Mm -hmm. For my son, yeah, it may be this suggestion of just like, oh yeah, oh, okay, that's that stick you got, it looks like a sword. We should have like a sword fight or mm -hmm. we should do this or we should do that. My daughter, on the other hand, it's been able to kind of open up what I find enjoyable more as an adult than I did when I was a child to be able to connect with her and be outside. So we've been able to really foster this kinship and this love desire that we both have of fishing mm. and going on a backpacking trip, mm -hmm. even though it was just this really short thing one night, you know, that we've done for the past couple of years. But it's been something that's given her that opportunity to, again, to experience the outdoors yeah. and to have play in the way that's meaningful for her while my son's different and can have that play mm. meaningful for him. Mm -hmm. That's a good point because I'm thinking to myself, where do parents start? And I guess it probably starts in knowing your child's personality mm -hmm. because you're right. Some kids may jump into that pile of dirt and be as content as a clam and others may want to go for a walk or do something as simple as that. And so, you know, finding out who they are and what they like, maybe even asking, like, how do you want to spend our time outside today? And offering suggestions if needs be. I like that. And understanding that they may say, well, let's try this, or they may mm -hmm. not want to and say, well, let's give it one try and mm -hmm. just see what it's like. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and be willing, like be willing to do it. Um, I, the thought that comes to my mind right now is several years ago, we wanted to do a garden. I enjoy doing gardening. I'm not a gardener, <laughs> um, especially a few years ago when I had no clue about these types of things. But um, my daughter, like, she wanted to plant watermelon. And in my mind's eye, because I'm not a gardener and I'm not an expert in that type of way, I was like, um, 
okay <laughs> right we're in northern utah and you want to plant a watermelon but you know what we did we did and we got a very small watermelon that at the end of the season before freezing and frost came that we were able to cut open it's about the size of a softball That's right. we and the three of us had a bite of watermelon <laughs> But it was something, again, that was able to help her have a responsibility mm. and have that practical way that she's able to experience the outdoors in a way that she was able to enjoy and see some success from it, mm -hmm. as little or as big as yeah. it may have been. Yeah. So I'm going to take you back to the beginning, maybe. But when you mentioned the health benefits, or not just necessarily health benefits, but the benefits in general, um, eh, for parents kind of what what what's our goal in mind what maybe is kind of a standard that we should set for ourselves on how much um are there recommendations ideas of maybe where parents should go when it comes to how much time yeah yeah um, so there's so i i'll give a couple of numbers um but then i also had a thought to share with that too so i'm um, just some recent information i was able to pull up so the cdc recommends that children Set, or six years old to 17 years old, get one hour a day of exercise or of physical activity that's moderate to vigorous. Um, and it's estimated that about seven, four to seven minutes a day, a child in the United States spends outside. Mm -hmm. And not saying, like, these are two different topics, but they're very relatable, right? Outdoors yeah. and exercise. Like, you can yes. exercise indoors, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I um, feel like if you send a kid outside, they're going... To run and to jump run and, and jump and, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're going to get that moderate mm -hmm. to vigorous activity. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I think it's very important that we understand it's like, it's okay, right? And especially like going back to what you're saying, this is going to get into um, what I wanted to share too. What you'd mentioned earlier, Hillary, about where do we start? If this yeah. is not like our family dynamic, like how do we start? Um, it's okay that our kids do hard things. Mm -hmm. And it's okay that they're going to get scuffed up and it's okay that they're going to get dirty um a quote from one of my my neighbors and my friends that i've worked with and um with the youth in our area and whatnot i really enjoyed this quote they said what is right and what is convenient are not the same thing and so it's okay for us to know that this is not going to be an easy thing to make this change or mm -hmm. to you know accept that accept the dirty footprints on the carpet, right? Like whatever it may be, but keeping in mind that what is right and what is convenient, um, we need to do what's right. Sometimes mm -hmm. they may be the same thing, but we need to do what's mm -hmm. right. We need to give that opportunity for our kids to enjoy the health benefits, both mentally and physically by being outside and getting that exposure mm -hmm. to thing is, things as scientific as vitamin D, right? Mm -hmm. And measuring vitamin D and how it improves mood, but also things that are maybe not so quantifiable, you know, to be able to understand how it may build their sense of responsibility and their imagination and how it engages their senses in a different way mm -hmm. and their motor capability with their muscles and everything else. So that's, that's kind of where I go to yeah. when I think about that. So I know that our time is coming to a close, but this is a quirky question I'm going to end with for all of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to share maybe a memory you have um, either with your own children, growing up experience of 
of this outside play that stands out to you? A memory of yeah that stands out. When it comes to being outside. I don't know if this is one that all parents want to hear. <laughs> but... Those are the best ones, so go for it. <laughs> I used to love to climb trees mm -hmm. and our neighbor had this row of trees, but we also had this cute boy neighbor that was down the street and his name was William. I will not say his last name. <laughs> William, if you're listening out there. <laughs> but in that tree, I was probably eight, between eight and 11 years of age. I can't remember quite when. But that was the first kiss was in that in the tree. tree. Something magical about but the tree. <laughs> it was. We were always outside with William and his brother and a couple of other kids always playing, playing in the trees. And that's where the first kiss came. Nice. So that was, that'll be one that'll always. That's awesome. Stick out your little first childhood kiss. <laughs> and you got it from being outside. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> So for all you single individuals out there. Get outside. <laughs> yeah. My kids and I made a goal a few summers ago because I love seeing kids um, with lemonade stands. It's mm. one of my most favorite things to drive past and see kids with lemonade stands. Because I think you smile every it does. time. You're out there. You're outside. You're having fun. You're making money. And so there was one summer when I, I don't remember how much money, maybe we got a $20 bill or something and put it in quarters. And I always just had it in my, in my van. So that anytime we saw a lemonade stand, we would stop every time to get a, a cup of lemonade because I just think it's such a fun thing for kids to do. Mm -hmm. And so I want to pay him for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reward for being outside. I, I don't have like, a, I mean, I've got a lot of like memories that are just coming right now, but like the one that I want to share is, um, again, just the opportunity that I had, I mean, being involved with scouts and just our, my family dynamic growing up is getting outside and disconnecting. Mm. Right. And the past two years in a row, I've been able to take and have my daughter go and experience what a quick one night overnighter backpacking trip. Mm -hmm. And being able to provide a time where we like we couldn't make a phone call mm -hmm. right and so even if we had my phone like didn't matter like mm -hmm. we couldn't turn on youtube or whatever <laughs> but being able to just sit there and truly connect and appreciate the things that are outside yeah without having to yeah to connect virtually <laughs> coming from the guy who says oh we teach a virtual class right <laughs> but like but being able to really take that time and just connect with nature and connect with each other in a way that's going to be completely raw and yeah. healthy. Yeah. There's a really good commercial right now out for some type of car company, but they're driving through, like they're driving through the canyon and the dad says to the kids, do you guys have any bars? Do you have any service? And the kids are like, oh yeah, still two more bars, still one more bar. And eventually he asks the kids and they say, no more bars and he says perfect and that's when he stops the car and they get out because mm -hmm. i do there's power in disconnecting mm -hmm. and i think that's important for kids to realize that you don't need to have those devices at all mm -hmm. times unplug it's a recharge yeah and really lets you help help you get through the rest of your week or start mm -hmm. the week or whatever it may be i really have loved this conversation yeah. and it's brought back a lot of great <laughs> 
great memories from childhood. I'm hopefully for everyone that has been here and listening and that you can provide these opportunities for your kids and for yourself. Play is good for parents as well. It helps you recharge. It is a way to regulate your energy and really do good for yourself. It's a form of self-care that a lot of people don't think of. And so I want to thank you for coming today. I challenge you just one time this week, get outside. Get outside. The weather is getting better in most places around the United States. And so get outside and do something. We appreciate you spending your time with us. And hopefully you have learned a little bit of gold today that you can apply in your life. If you would like to reach Hillary or myself, you can reach us at parents at the family place, utah.org, or you can find me on Facebook, Jen Daily dash the family place. Check out our website, thefamilyplaceutah.org, and you can catch any of our virtual classes, which we have a ton and you're welcome to attend. We thank you and we will see you back here next week.